Hi, this is Chris, host of CT Small Business Presents, where we get to know your favorite Connecticut small businesses, as well as the ones you may not know. We get to know their passions, their business, their story. Thanks for listening, and let's get into the episode. Hey, this is uh, Chris, as you know, from CT Small Business. I do have Brian from the uh, Shetland Gift Boutique as my co-host. Hi, everybody. Brian, how are you? I'm doing great. Yourself? Good, good. And I got... And today's uh, guest is uh, Ken from Best Trivia Ever. What's hey, up? How are how you? Are you? I'm good. good, man. I'm good. Good, good. I'm glad you uh, came out today. I'm glad I finally. Good. I know. I know you had emailed me a while yeah, ago, it's all good. and it's just it's uh, schedules are nuts. Yeah, so I'm sure you're glad like, able to make it work. I'm sure you're like nonstop. So. Uh, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, for the most part, I, yeah. I need to figure out ways to take breaks. But yeah, yeah, for the most part, it's nonstop. I always tell people when I like if I email them if they don't like say if we you know go back and forth a little bit I always say just I'm, I'm sure I'm sure I told you too uh, just do what you got to do first I'm always here I'm in the background yeah see I'm a, I, I'm very much a um, one of my pet peeves is people not responding so yeah. when I when I fall into that I get really pissed off yeah at myself because I'm like you get so annoyed if someone I hate when you send texts to people mm-hmm. like you send someone a text message. And all they need to do is respond with like an okay. Because I don't consider like doing the thumbs up emoji a response. Oh, yeah. Like I, just saying good, that's not a response. Nor is the heart. Like there should be some sort of verbal communication. Yeah. Um, so that like annoys the hell out of me. So like I remember you emailed me and I think you emailed me. I was like mid drive somewhere mm-hmm. and I had checked my email in a parking lot. And I'm like, oh, I'll get back to him. And then it got lost in inbox yeah. hell. Yeah, I think and then I felt like a oh, bad yeah. person. Nah, that happened. Yeah. I was like, I'll, I was like, I'll hear from him at some point. So I'm not worried. <laughs> well, about then it. I remembered. I listened to the one you did with um with Phil from the Guild. Oh yeah. And because Phil's a great buddy of mine, and I was like, oh, okay, well, you obviously a wrestling fan, so I want to talk Slam. So let's just let's yeah. do it. So, I was yeah. actually talking to Phil about about you. I go, I I emailed him. I go, it took him a little bit to. I think we were joking about it. Uh, I was like, oh, it took him a while to respond to me. I, I think I forgot where. I think you're like on vacation or like you're out of state or something like that. Or you like you said, you're driving. So. I, I mean, my days don't stop. So yeah. I'm up. I'm like this morning. I was up at four thirty. I oh, was geez. at the gym at five forty five. I got out of the gym at six forty five. Took my daughter to daycare. Was back home by seven forty five. And then I've been working nonstop. I, was just, I just left the office and I stopped by the package store to grab this. Oh, geez. Yeah, you grab the wine. You gave, gave us some uh, amazing wine. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, but Four Horns. It's there. Sonoma County. It's a Cab Franc. My wife and I like it. So I went to that wine emporium in Shelton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, But yeah, I mean, I'm nonstop, which is not yeah. really a great thing. My, yeah. I just had the conversation with my wife this weekend where I got to figure out ways to kind of give myself breaks because I don't. Yeah, no, I get you it. Know, but you I, know, you have, you have the kind of like the same almost pet peeve as me. It's it's me. I, I feel the same. I, I have... Lou and Brian have heard of this rant about not not against them was uh, time. Like I hate when people like waste my time because I can't get it back. It's just like it's just like people who say, "Oh, I'll be there, I'll be there," and they don't show up. Oh like, yeah, on that just side, like yeah. that kind of stuff. And you're still waiting. And yeah. you're still waiting, <laughs> and this and that you don't hear from. Like you you emailed me, I was like, I'll I'll hear about him. I'm not. I know he's busy all the time, so I'm not worried about it. Oh, no shows but, and but stuff like yeah. that. Or, no, that's it's a, just like you, you want to you want to get cut out of my life really yeah, that's, really quick. You, that's you, my like no show me or can't I, listen. Shit comes up. Can I curse on this? Yeah, they're fine. It's all, all good. You like shit's gonna come up. I understand that. So like you know, I don't. If you have to cancel last minute because your daughter got sick or whatever, I understand that. That's all fine. But like, yeah, if you're canceling last minute because you don't want to go out, I'm sorry. You rearrange a day around yeah. doing stuff. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Like have, yeah. have some common courtesy. Call or text or something. Call I mean, yeah. text. Give, have <laughs> don't, communication. Don't just not I'm show a big, up. I'm a big fan of communication. Like right. even 
even when I told you I couldn't get it on the schedule right away, I still emailed you yeah. and was like, hey, uh, I do want to do this eventually. Yeah. But right now. It's, you got to wait for the, I think yeah. some things you have to wait for the specific time. Or like there's something coming up. Like you, like we know Slam is kind of in a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Slam is, God, it's like less than two weeks away now. Yeah, it's going to be September 28th, uh, Travis. 22nd. 22nd, that's September 22nd. I know it's a Thursday. Thursday, September 22nd, Travis Beer Co. Doors open at 5, bell time is 7.30. Yeah. And I went there, I went last time. Yeah. And it was uh, like uh, Lex Luger was there, that Ziggy Dice was there. Mm-hmm. He came into the ring, he was like pushing around and like... Uh, yeah, so I, so yeah, I'm not going to be involved in anything this year, yeah. but that was my... I didn't know if I was going to run another one of these. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't know if I was going to run another one of those. So I was like, you know, if I'm going to have... If I'm running a wrestling show, I'm going to have my little childhood kid moment where I get in the ring and I yeah. can be like the Eric Bischoff, Vince McMahon, dad, like owner kind of person. Mm-hmm. And I had fun with it. It was it was fun. It's yeah. a fun video to it look was, at on my phone. Yeah, I got... I, I, I have to find... I have my camera here. I got to look. I know I have photos of it. That's great. So oh, I'll yeah. Just, if you have stuff, please. I'll, just, I'll send it to you. Yeah, please do. And that was already like like a year and a half in the making almost because I wasn't because it got canceled because of COVID. Yeah. So so slam the first ever slam took place in 2019 and it was uh, just a pro wrestling themed trivia show. Uh, and we brought a ring into Tribus um, and we had Tommy Dreamer host it and it was just a pro wrestling themed trivia show. But we hosted it from inside the ring. And in the middle of the rounds, while my team graded and basically did everything to run the show, uh, Tommy was doing like a cool Q&A with the fans and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was a laid back event. There was no wrestling whatsoever. Um, but one of, you know, but that was a big success. People loved it. And my background is professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, from 2010 until around 2013, 2014, I owned a company called Barbershop Window, okay. which was a wrestling t-shirt company. Mm-hmm. So we did these, and, you know, the best way I could describe it is if you know, um, if you are a Star Wars fan, they sell those t-shirts online that say, you know, Han shot first. Mm-hmm. So it's these references that you can print on t-shirts that Star Wars fans get. So Barbershop Window was a company that did those kind of t-shirts for professional wrestling mm-hmm. and the company blew up. So we, you know, I started that company 2010-ish, sold it, I believe, 2014. Um, sold it to the guys from Pro Wrestling Tees. They bought it. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, what ended up happening was, you know, we were selling all these T-shirts, but wrestlers actually loved them. Yeah. So I was sending T-shirts to John Cena, and I was sending T-shirts to Zack Ryder, and I was sending T-shirts to all of these wrestlers who I grew up watching, and I built relationships with them. Um, and then we, sold, we did a lot of selling of those T-shirts on the independent scene. So, like, one of my best friends is Man Scout Jake Manning. Yeah, like, I, I love that guy. Oh, he's my, he's one of my best friends in the world. Like, he, he was at my bachelor party. He's oh, like, he's he? a great dude. Um, so I became friends with all these guys. So after the first slam, like, the trivia one was successful, I was like, fuck it. I want to run a wrestling show. It's That's been, like, I have a very short bucket list of things I wanted to do, mm-hmm. and running a wrestling show was one of them. So I reached out to Jake and I was like, Jake, I want to do this. Let's make this happen. And we put together what I thought was a pretty good card. Um, And it was, you know, I looked at it as a massive marketing expense is the way I looked at it because we generate everything I'm doing. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking to get a return on my investment. So this was a situation where the way I justified it in my head is if I went out and I bought billboards on 95 and I spent the same kind of money that I'm spending on this wrestling show, people would say, well, that's a business expense. You're just advertising. But I looked at this wrestling show as I want BTE to be everywhere. I want people to go to this show and wonder who the fuck is this trivia company putting on this wrestling show inside of a brewery with a full scale wrestling ring and six or seven matches. And, you know, we ended up getting clients off of it. We ended up making our money back and then some off of that event. 
And I loved doing it. So yeah. there was no doubt in my mind we were going to do a second one. And I think the show that we have lined up this year is actually way better than the one we yeah, had last year. Yeah, I think year. so. I was looking. like It seems like you have you had a good amount of people last time, like uh, uh, wrestlers last yeah, time. Yeah, we had six matches last yeah. time. Yeah. And it just seems like you're – I see post after post of post of just more – wrestlers yeah we have seven matches this year you know? uh it's seven matches and scott steiner is also going to be there doing an uh, autograph signing mm-hmm. um and he'll be involved in the show a little bit as well yeah. um but you know for the most part it's i mean it's it's one more match than we had last year but it's bigger names mm-hmm. like now that i know i can do this i'm comfortable like making a reach out to names who yeah. you know are you know, who are well-known if you follow professional wrestling. Like, Rich Swan is the former Impact champion. Mm-hmm. Like, Kid Bandit is a guy, is a, Kid Bandit is a kid who's going to be a massive star in this industry, and yeah. he's just starting out. But if you follow the indie scene, you know exactly you know, who he you is. You say you know exactly who he is. Yeah, Zicky Dice is an, Zicky Dice is an amazing, uh, Zicky Dice is one of my favorite guys going. Yeah. You know, and to put these people together, like, on a show going on in a brewery, like, I basically, I mean, it it sounds like you're being a kid, but, like, I literally wrote, sat down with a notepad and said, who do I want? Like, yeah. and then, you know, who do I want on this show? And it's, then I had Jake do, like, do the legwork. Like, this is, Jake helped me book Yeah, it. he's a great guy. Yeah. Just every time I talk to him, because he was just in, I go to the Northeast Wrestling shows every month yeah. in Bethany. They're great. I love yeah. Northeast. I've been going to Northeast shows since he's, I was a kid. He's going, I'm actually going this weekend. There's one on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. I usually I go and I take photos. Yeah. At the shows, and uh, you know Christine Coons. Yeah. 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 I friends with Christine. Oh, Obviously. are you? Yeah. yeah. It's crazy because I was talking. We were we were we were talking a couple episodes. Actually, the episode with Phil from uh, Brewers the Brewers Guild. It's like we know. It's like people are in the business. Like they know every little. Life person. is all about life is all about who you know. You know. Life is all about so. relationships and who you know and networking and everything. Yeah. But. I mean, yeah, I mean, Jake's great. Northeast Wrestling's great. I've, yeah. I've been going to Northeast shows since I was in high school. But, like, now what I love about this year is when I look at the card that we have this year, like Joey Janela, Jake something, yeah. Kid Bandit, Rich Swan, Alley Catch, Sky Blue. Like, like you could legitimately get away with putting this card on streaming if you wanted to. Yeah. Like, we're not going to because I have enough headaches. But, like, you could get away with putting this on a fight network or a Bleacher Report or something along those lines if you wanted to. You know, it's that kind of card. I think it's a fun card. And the fact that it's... I mean, technically, it's pay whatever you want. Like, it's not free admission like we did last year, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, pay whatever you want. Yeah, like, I'll, be, I'll be definitely paying, giving some money. Yeah, you know? well, it's so this <laughs> so. is the first professional wrestling show in America to be pay what you want as a mission. That has never happened before, which yeah. I which someone pointed out to me, and I'm like, that's exciting. That's kind of yeah. cool. But You know, I thought that was a little different, too. That was just like, pay what you want. I don't know, if Brian, if, if you saw this episode of the show, literally, it's like you're in a brewery. And like, say this is the ring. Right. You're literally like, right. Like, this is me. This is the ring. You're right there. And like, you're like, literally like, standing right next to everyone. Literally wrestling. Yeah. Wow, that sounds great. So I don't know, if, like, if you've ever seen it before, no. like, but let's just. Let's, I want it to be a completely different experience. Yeah. Because like, Northeast Wrestling is one of the most professional, amazing operations. Mm-hmm. I love Northeast. Yeah. Um, and you know, and their shows are like so professionally run and i know i can't do anything like that i'm not gonna do the video screens i'm not gonna do anything like that like northeast does but i love the idea of like making it a completely different experience like i'm not a wrestling promoter i'm not gonna be doing this for a living this is gonna be the one show i run every year for as long as i can run it but 
you know, I love the idea of doing something completely different. Like you're close up to the ring. You can, people were pounding the ring mm-hmm. and doing chants last year. Yeah. And, you know, I remember when Chris Statlander entered the ring, like Chris Statlander entered and like walked right through the crowd. And mm-hmm. it's a completely different experience than anything else you're going to get on the indie scene. Yeah. You know, in this area at least. So I was yeah. like, let's do something different. It's fine. Yeah. And if you don't know, Chris Statlander, she, she's actually yeah, one of the top wrestlers in a- AEW, which is one of the local, uh, not local, one of the bigger wrestling promotions and she's okay. one of the top female i think she's i think she was out she's on inju- injury she's injured right now, she's right? injured but she was one of the top like person to watch for or females to watch for a while and she actually main evented the show with uh jake manning they were uh okay. they wrestled each other and the best part was jake manning every once in a while he'll bring a a little tent out of the crowd like he'll go he'll walk away and all of a sudden he'll break out a tent out of nowhere and like he, they'll like wrestle inside the tent. It's just like it's just it's just interesting. I did not get involved at all in yeah. any of the matchmaking. Like I like I did. Okay, I take the back. I did the matchmaking. So mm-hmm. I was saying I want this person against this person. I would ideally like this person to go over. Yeah. But I did not get involved in the actual match. They're the professionals. They know what they're doing. They're going to get in the ring and put on the best match possible. The only request I made on that entire show was to Jake, mm-hmm. and I said, Jake, I want the tent spot. Yeah. Like I want you to do the tent spot where you bring the tent into the ring and it's just the fun spot and the crowd pop for it. And it was a blast. Yeah. But he, Chris, like Chris Statlander was actually, I think I messed up the story a little bit because we were, we were supposed to run the first slam in 2020, mm-hmm. but it was scheduled the Thursday after everything shut down on Monday. So like we, yeah, COVID, yeah. it was a COVID casualty, but Chris was awesome enough because in that year, Chris became a much bigger star with AEW. Oh yeah, she definitely did. And Chris was awesome in, saying i was going to do this show before i'll do it again now and that was i think a great thing for her like that was she was the major draw like lex luger was there but more uh, so many people were excited to meet to her. see chris statlander yeah. like, I, uh, I remember afterwards everything was everything was over you know there was like a little meet and greet you can you know they have the little merch tables and everything right well, look i walked back and like there had to be 30 people 40 people just waiting in line just to meet her and just to get pictures it was like yeah. it was just packed and no one else like there was other wrestlers there with their little merch tables, but like she was legitimately the only person with a line. Like everyone was waiting for her. Well, I think the part of that too is that she wasn't planning on signing anything. Yeah, I remember going up to her in the beginning. I'm like, Chris, are you signing anything? She goes, No, nah, I don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Like she was just there. She wanted to wrestle the show. She was excited about doing the show. And then in the end, I think she saw the demand. People wanted to do stuff with her. I don't even believe she was charging. I believe she was just doing it for free, actually. Yeah, because yeah, I don't. Kind of cool. I don't remember her taking. Like I, I pay attention to a lot of stuff. I don't yeah. remember her. Taking money at all from anyone? No, and, talking. Was, and everyone we had on that show was amazing. Yeah, to work. With. And you had uh, Danhausen, who was like the best, like Danhausen, uh, like, and that's like Danhausen got on top of the bar and did yeah. his tequila spot on top of the bar, and you know that's cool stuff because Danhausen now is on TNT and TBS every week, like wrestling. And now the fact that like a year ago, you know, like in my opinion, like. Where Danhausen was last year, which is like you know he's an independent wrestler that not everybody knows, but now he's Everyone's, like mainstream. Yeah. He's much more mainstream than he was previously. That's what I think Kid Bandit is. I yeah. think Kid Bandit is Kid Bandit is going to take off. Kid Bandit's amazing. Like that was when I had a short list of people I wanted on the show this year. Kid yep. Bandit was like top three or four. Yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely going. I actually, I actually took the day off from work to make sure I got there in time. <laughs> Even uh, come, come early. You can help us because we're working all day. Yeah, I'll help you. I'll see what I, I'll uh, yeah, I'll see what I can I'm do. I'm joking. You don't. Have to no, I'll help. I'll, I don't mind. Show. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually. I'm. I'm going to see if my brother. I, I keep on nagging my brother to go with me. So I. I hopefully he took the day off, and we're going to drag him because he's uh 
he likes to sorry i'm pouring my wine as i talk i clearly can't do two things at once <laughs> okay. ken and uh, i'm gonna drag him because he's like he just he likes to stay home he doesn't really do much he won't go out to find something so i go hey come with me all the wrestling shows like especially the bigger ones like the bigger northeast wrestling those the wrestling ones i only go to the northeast wrestling and he i drag him every single time yeah so well, they're great fun yeah like my wife's not a wrestling fan but every time she comes she gets a kick out of it she was just watching all out with me on sunday and she oh, well, yeah. just gets a kick out of it like she yeah. she's not a wrestling fan she knows enough to be dangerous but you know i wanted this to be a show where like even if you're not a wrestling fan you're gonna come like the majority of my staff who is working this show you know they they don't know they don't know dan Housen from the king and burger king commercials like yeah. they you know they don't know who he is but last year they had such a kick out of you know watching him and just seeing a fun show and that's yeah. kind of all it's supposed what, to be what dan Housen is he what is his thing is he's actually he's got this uh he's his fa face is painted i forgot what exactly what his his thing is but like he's he describes yeah. him he describes himself as if Conan O'Brien got possessed by a demon. Yeah, that's okay. the best way I can so explain. So he's it. a that's the way he describes his character. So he's this really over the top demo, he's supposed to be a demonic character but he acts like a like a like a late night talk show host or you know uh or like a Dr. Demento style right. kind okay. of character. Yeah, and his you know? his uh, his slogan is like uh very evil very I'm drawing very, very nice very evil. Yeah, very nice yeah. very evil. And like one of his things he does is, like, perfect example is last year the slam he, he got on the 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 bar, and he started dancing to, uh, tequila, you know, like from Pee Wee Herman right. he started doing the dance, so it's just like that kind of show. Nice, it's amazing. Nice. So I actually I I've been waiting for the show for like months. <laughs> so I hope a lot of other people have also been waiting. And yeah, they have a packed house again. It's Definitely. I'm actually we're loose hitting. I'm actually bringing my camera with me so I can actually, take photos again. Awesome. Oh, there it is. But yeah, I actually take like somewhat semi-amateur photos. So, but I'll definitely share them for you. Yeah, please, by all means. So, besides this, you also do obviously best trivia ever, and yeah. I know you're pretty big in Connecticut. You're actually expanding to. We're, actually, five, we're expand. five states right now, so you're we're running. In, we're running around 490 shows a month now across Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, Mass, and Rhode Island, um, and then we have private events as well yeah. and uh but yeah no we're the biggest we are the biggest trivia company on the east coast currently how'd you get into it um so my background is television and radio um and uh so i'm not gonna go into my whole background yeah. but i had a morning show with 95.9 the fox um and you know i did that for a year and then after a year uh doing a morning show was not for me I waking up at four thirty in the morning and yeah, I don't know how people could do that. Hey, listen, I can wake up before I woke up at four thirty in the morning yeah. today. I can wake up at four thirty in the morning, but waking up at four thirty in the morning and having to be on and go into a studio and do the morning drive thing, like God bless Chaz and AJ and any morning show who does it because I did that for a year and it was it was not for me. Um, so I left the Fox and. I spent a couple of months just kind of doing random stuff like, you know, I was doing events here and there and, you know, hosting gigs. And then my wife and I uh, went to a trivia night. Uh, we went to a trivia night in I live in Norwalk. So we went to a trivia night somewhere in Norwalk and I fucking hated it. It was terrible. Um, it was I remember sitting there and the host was literally just reading things off of a piece of paper like, you know, and it was questions about. <laughs> U.S. history and science and there was nothing that was fun and it was one of those things where it was either you knew the answer or you didn't know the answer and you're not having a conversation and my wife and I ate our meal and we went through like three rounds of this trivia 
And I just couldn't get off of it. I was mm -hmm. like, this was so terrible because coming from you know television and radio, I come from an entertainment background. So I'm looking at everything like you're doing a show. Like if I'm hosting a show and you're bringing me in to MC something, mm -hmm. I want to be on that microphone and I want to put on a show for people. Yeah. Whatever my style is, but I want to put on a show. Yeah. And this was just people reading questions. That's, that's off what a piece most of, of it is, is yeah. entertainment. For it I, is. Brian can relate thing. to that because he's, yeah. he's a magician. So yes. he does that. I, I, I don't, you know, I don't say I do do magic. Yeah. I, I'm an entertainer. Exactly. Yeah. You know, any, anybody can do the same tricks I do, but you have to entertain while you're doing it. And so that's exactly what I you're always, talking about. I always use the line with a lot of my clients and with a lot of people when I do interviews like this, I always say, we're a trivia company, but really we're entertainment. Right. I said, I want people to come and I don't, I don't, I, I don't, th we're not Jeopardy. I was going to say SATs. that. Yeah. Yeah. So I left that, I left that show. And I remember I just couldn't get off of it. So then I started like researching other trivia companies in the state and all of them were pretty similar, meaning they had no marketing and promotion behind them. They were really just running these shows and posting a flyer on Instagram every day saying, I hope you come. And my, you know, I went to school for marketing and promotion. So I'm kind of like, I'm looking at that. I'm like, okay, well they're failing on this end and the shows they're putting on aren't entertaining. So I called up my buddies uh, who own the Blind Rhino in Norwalk. Okay. Yeah. And um, Casey and Matt, they own the Blind Rhino. And I called Casey, I'm like, how would you feel about me doing a trivia night like at Rhino? And I had a good, good relationship with them and they were like, yeah, sure. What the fuck? Come do a trivia night. Right. And I put together a trivia night that I would enjoy. Yeah. And it was pop culture based questions. It was questions about like television, music, movies. It was questions about, you know, toys from the 1990s, stuff that I thought would be fun. And then I know this is shocking, but I promoted it. Yeah. Like, and I had a decent following because of my radio background and television background. So I started promoting that I was doing a trivia night and I made sure Rhino promoted it on their social media and it was successful and it became like Tuesday night trivia. We're still running it now under best trivia ever, but it was Tuesday night trivia at the blind Rhino and it became their thing. And then from there, uh, my buddy, Kevin, who owns no worries brewing in Hamden. Oh, and he has say Hamden. Yeah. No worries brewing in Hamden. Yeah. Kevin reached out to me and he's like, do you want to do that here? And I'm like, sure. So then I was doing trivia on Tuesday night and Thursday night. And then other bars, like we weren't even best trivia ever yet. I was just like, it was me doing shows. Yeah. But then I started getting reached out to other places and I'm like, okay, I have a business here. So then I started reaching out to young, you know, to young radio personalities who I knew and young MCs who I knew. And I said, listen, let's run with this. And what started with one show turned into two, two turned into three, three turned into four. And now... You know, like like tonight, I think we have 27 shows going starting in like an hour and we're running, you know, around 490 shows a month, including private events. And, you know, we have a you know, we have a we have a couple full time office people. We have a couple part time office people. We have a hosting staff of around 50 to 60 people at this point. And, you know, I mean, now it's a whole yeah. it's a whole business, but we're not trivia like we are trivia, but we're. It's a trivia company, but like what we do is we're not appealing to the trivia nerd. The trivia nerd hates us. The trivia nerd who wants to go and watch a Jeopardy show or play Trivial Pursuit, they're going to walk into our show and listen to questions about viral videos and be like, this is terrible. I don't want to want, I don't yeah. want to do this. But we're appealing to that 21 to 35 year old demographic who wants to come out and have a good time. They don't give a shit about, you know, answering questions about Abe Lincoln or, uh, you know, or about anything historical or anything scientific. But when you ask them questions about, you know, Seth Rogen movies, they're like, oh, this is great. I can talk about this. And then we also do questions that are really engaging. Like we do categories like relationship issues or breakups where we have subjective questions where, you know, you're looking at surveys from like InStyle Magazine or Cosmopolitan and, 
you know, what is the biggest argument? What is the chore that leads to the biggest argument in, in among married couples based on an article by InStyle magazine? And the thing I love is now you have a table of people who are maybe three or four couples who are engaging with one another and being like, well, you never take out the trash yeah. and you never do dishes. <laughs> and now it becomes an experience right. where they're not going to leave saying I won or lost, but they're going to leave saying I had a good time, mm -hmm. which yep. is all I want. And they're spending money at these bars and restaurants and breweries. Yeah, and which is half the. That's that's, the that's what that's why they bring thing. us in. Yeah. They bring us in so that we can draw a crowd on a night that, you know, it's a Tuesday night right now after Labor Day. My hope is that you know, after I'm done with this, I'm popping over to Bad Sons Beer Company. We're running a show there, and yeah, right down the you street. You know, and yeah, I mean, my hope is that that place is going to be packed on a Tuesday night when if we they weren't running trivia, they might have a couple tables there. Yeah. Right. Bad Sons is amazing, especially yeah. I love like. I love the, that they have Rosen's Pizza mm -hmm. literally like oh, yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah it's great. Oh, amazing. I'm obsessed. What's your go-to order for <laughs> Rosen's? Uh, it's the one where they just put the little drizzle of the... Do you go the minimalistic? Yeah. So, like, so yeah, so I, I go the minimalistic now. My GM, my best friend, uh, the GM for the company, Mike Kaplan, mm -hmm. is the GM for Best Trivia Ever. Um, him and I went there once, and he got pissed off at me because he lives in the valley. Yeah. And he got pissed off at me because I ordered like the buffalo chicken. He's like, you don't order Roselands and get the buffalo chicken. He goes, yeah, you yeah. order Roselands and you get like the garlic you and moots. And that's right. it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you I, don't, I wanted buffalo pies, chicken yeah. on my pizza. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. you although, know. although I have to say their seafood panzanella is See, crazy. I, I, so I can't remember the last time I was actually in the Roselands restaurant. Yeah. Um, because I have it every time I go to Bad Sons, but I can't remember the last time I was in the Roselands restaurant because they have like a limited menu at Bad Sons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but. Yeah, my... Uh, my brother-in-law, his mother worked at Rosen's at the original place for like. Right. She's she's almost eighty now, but she worked there for like thirty years. Yeah. And just like it was just like. It's you know, a it's a known like when I lived in the valley, it was a known pizza place then. Yeah. But you know, I know people who. I live in Norwalk, and I know people who, like, will drive from Norwalk to Roseland's just for the pizza. just to have the pie. Oh and yeah. And that's I mean yeah. that's all the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean. I know. had a, I had actually a manager I wished to work for. He. He would go to Colony Grill in, St in Stamford mm -hmm. just for, like you said, the same thing, just for the pizza. And, but the thing was, he, you know how they have, like, now they have, I think, four or five altogether. Yeah. But he 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 will only go to Stamford. He goes back to, the, like, the, I'm doing air quotes, the original. You have to go to the original. So it's just, he's always. I'm, I'm, he, listen, I, I, love, he, I love Peppy's. But yeah. if I'm going to Peppy's, I'm going to, go to the Worcester original. Street. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have to go. He, yeah. he He's obsessed. Like, not obsessed. I don't want to say it like that, but it's. That's his mindset. You have to go to the original right. spot. I don't fault them at all for expanding and putting out new restaurants yeah. and everything. That's good for you. God bless you. Do your thing. But yeah. like, I'm sorry if I'm going to Pepe's. I'm going to the original Pepe's. Yeah, and I you have know? to say they're not all all consistent. I have. I, 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 I had I've been to wrong. several of yeah, them. I think I went to the Fairfield one once. Yeah, but, but I. But see, the thing for me too is then it becomes it becomes a it becomes a trip. So like I'll grab my wife and we'll go to Peppy's and it's right. like we're going to Worcester Street and we're doing stuff around this area as opposed to like I don't I don't want it to be Domino's you know right oh you know what else yeah. is good in this area I love it Masamino's oh yeah Masamino's is one it's of my really favorite good. down the street like Masamino's that's is great. amazing yeah see now it's a, if there I gotta go down after this and try it out <laughs> uh, we where was it the one on on uh, what Brian the one you were saying that it's on uh, oh on Center Street Center Street yeah. Which one is that? Yeah, Adios. Adios. I got to try that. Brick oven, that. thin, thin crust, burnt it on the bottom. It has to be thin for me, burnt on the bottom. Yeah. Oh, I, it's I, great. I, I can, I can fuck with New York style pizza. Like, mm -hmm. you give me the greasy slice that I can fold up and like have right. with a Pepsi. I'm good with that. But like, yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Which is a challenge with my wife because my wife doesn't like the burnt. The burnt oh, bottom. I know. Yeah, my son's like so, that too. Yeah. He's not so crazy my, about the burnt. My favorite pizza place in the state is Letizia's Pizza in Norwalk. Okay. They're like my favorite in the state. Yeah. Okay. And you know, it's always I, we at this point, my wife and I get two small pies or two medium pies because they don't do smalls. 
we get two medium pies and it's like you know i'll get mine like burnt and crusted right, and right. my wife likes it well done but not burnt, not burnt and yeah. you know i want to see the char on my fingers oh yeah yeah it gives it flavor i mean you no, know i love, that, I love like you say you know i never thought about it but i do love the fact when like i'm done my fingers are like black yeah and, yep. like they're like dirt like dirt from like that that grill Latizia's so, pizza hot oil gorgonzola oh, that's the that's the go-to for me that's a goal there i like i love uh norwalk it's such an amazing little uh not little but it's amazing yeah town yeah uh, I've been. Up, I've. Uh, seems like the last couple of years it's been going upwards. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it has before that, but yeah. I mean, I mean, it's. I've. I've lived all over the state, so mm-hmm. and it's my favorite area. I've lived. I lived in there. I've lived there for close to a decade at this point. So yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Now, uh, going back to the the wrestling thing. Sure. I should ask you as a kid, who would you who would you like? Shawn Michaels. Did you? Shawn Michaels is my go-to. Oh, I was see, a Rockers fan. See, I couldn't stand him. Oh, so I could not stand him. I was him. a Rockers fan. I had long blonde hair. My brother had long black hair, so I was always Shawn Michaels. He was always Marty Jannetty. We'd jump off the corners of the couches, <laughs> do the fists. Um, Shawn Michaels was my go-to. I always liked the really flamboyant, flashy people. Yeah. Like, I was never – I was. I think everyone was a Hulkamaniac to a certain degree, mm-hmm. but, like, I grew up and I liked – you know, show me like the like Shawn Michaels was coming out in like neon green and neon pink and neon blue and jumping all over the place. And, you know, I, that's who I drew to. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, he was he was by far my favorite to the point where when we had my daughter, I kept on trying to convince my my wife where in the event it was a boy. I was like, I wanted to be Shawn Michael Tuccio. And I and my go to <laughs> on it was like, well, Michael was your father's name. So and she's like, no, we're not naming our kid after a wrestler. <laughs> And I'm there, uh, but yeah, no. Shawn Michaels was my was my favorite by a mile. Yeah, see, yeah. I was a kid. I was not obsessed with Hulk Hogan, but like, he was like my like he said, but my go to. Actually, I met him at New York Comic Con. Yeah, like a number of years, like before everything happened to him, before everything, you know, all the stuff yeah. came out. And I, I, I was like, oh, when you take a, I took a picture. I'll show you later. But I go, oh, you gotta put me in a headlock. I swear, this guy's his biceps were like the size of my freaking head. I was like, I couldn't even like imagine. Like he was still <laughs> jacked, and like he's like seventy. I couldn't even imagine. Like it's a lifestyle yeah. for him. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine because he was still jacked, and like yeah. he's he's toned down a little bit for my. Everyone was so. a Hulkamaniac. I think yeah. I, it's, I think it's impossible to grow up in the like I grew up. I was born in eighty two, so I was late eighties, nineties. You know, uh, obviously the Attitude area when I was in high school, but like I, it's impossible to not be a Hulkamaniac yeah. when you grow up in that era, at least yeah. a little bit. I uh, yeah, I was I was into it. But you know what is what actually got me back into it was actually Jake Manning, because I w- I started going to like the shows, okay, and to the Northeast wrestling shows, and he was actually at the first one that I went to, and actually I told him the story because I I talked to him a couple years later, he I didn't the backstory was he won a battle royal, which the show I didn't go to, and he eliminated this guy his name was Brian Anthony he was like the like the top, ba- the top guy, the top like bad guy in wrestling and in, in Northeast wrestling. At the time, he was like, "Oh, I'm better than everyone." This and that, and he was like, "King Brian Anthony was his his gimmick at the time." And uh, it, he 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 uh, I just drew a blank. What his name was Jake Manning. He he was wrestling. He beat the guy, and he and here comes Brian Anthony out the ring. He goes, "You know, I never forgot about this and that." He goes. I challenge you to a match this time next week or next month, and he. It was pretty much. Long story short, it was. It was crown versus career, and if he lost, if Jake Manning lost, he would never go back to Northeast Wrestling, and uh, in the long story short, he he actually won, and 
in Brian Anthony had a he was no longer King Brian Anthony, which he's actually a good guy now, because his his little sidekick turned on him, about him the veto. Brian's like Brian's like what the hell is that? what the hell are you even talking about? <laughs> no, Jake's amazing. Like Jake's uh, Jake is. Uh, so here's I always, if you're a wrestling fan and you enjoy stuff, it's because you have I I think you have enough education about professional wrestling to kind of know like what is good, what is not good. What I always look to is what non-wrestling fans think. Like if I could bring a non-wrestling fan to a show and they're walking away entertained by something, then in my opinion, you're doing something correct. And my big takeaway from last year was Jake main evented the show and Jake cut this like three or four minute promo before his match with Statlander where he just tore apart the yeah, audience. He did. Classic heel promo. And you know how good Jake is because the thing that my GM, Mike, the thing that he remembers most about that show was Jake ripping apart that crowd. Yeah. And he remember he was just like, oh, my God, that was, like, amazing. Like, he was awesome on the microphone to the point where I got him when Jake opened his pro wrestling tease store. I bought I bought Mike a Jake Manning shirt. Yeah. You know, I, and he got a kick out of it. And, like, Jake, yeah, it's it, that that to me shows how good you are in that you're appealing to people who don't who can't name the main event for the last three WrestleManias. Yeah. They, they don't know they don't know a headlock from a from a wristwatch, but they were entertained by what you were doing, which means that you, you know, yeah. you're good. You know what caught my attention when he did that cuz uh Jake Manning, Brian is he's like typically the the good guy. So for him he he came out and was just like blasting everyone. Mm-hmm. And it was like I love this just the way he was coming mm-hmm. off. Yep. And he was and I saw it, he goes, "Oh, usually yeah, I had to change it up a little bit tonight." Yeah. It's like, "Okay." And I got to actually buy his new amazing uh, tent shirt he's got. I worked out in that this morning. Did you? Yeah, I, I got to buy I it. Like, I, I, if he yeah. has it, I'm going to at the next show. Actually, I, I didn't buy it the last show I went to in Waterbury. But he, if he's got it, I'm going to buy it from him. Yeah. So I'd rather buy it in person than like on pro oh, wrestling yeah. tees or something like that. I'd rather yeah. give the money to the exact person. Yep. So, But, yeah, I can't wait. You got them. And then you got uh, Waves and Curls. Waves and curls. Waves and curls yeah. stole the show last yeah, year. Yeah, they did. Waves and curls are amazing. And he's actually uh, one of them. Trayvon, Trayvon Jordan. He's actually going to be main eventing the show at Northeast Wrestling this coming weekend. Great. Well, when this comes out, like last weekend, the ninth. Yeah. He's going to be going against. Uh, he won a battle royal last month, and he's going to be going against the champion Danny Moff for the the belt. So. Yeah. Now they're awesome. They stole the show last year. Like, yeah. Did, 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 I. I I walked up to them after their match, and I was like, "That was out of this world, amazing!" Yeah. Like they were, they were one of the ones that I also we were putting this together. I, no uncertain terms, needed them back this year. Yeah, they also come out to uh, Whitney Houston. Uh, yeah. I got, I love to dance with somebody. They come out to it. They start dancing. They were dancing all over the place, and they have these little uh, like the confetti shooters. So they're everyone now. Now it's come to the point. Everyone in the crowd has confetti shooters. It was it was very funny. So uh, so they came up to me before their end. So they last year they were the match right after intermission. So they came up to me during intermission and they go, "Hey, uh, we have these confetti shooters, and a lot of buildings don't like them. Can we? Yeah. Is it okay if we do this?" And I said, "Listen, guys, I'm a big believer in beg forgiveness. Don't ask permission. So yeah, let's go with the <laughs> confetti shooters. That's fine. I'd rather have to deal with sweeping stuff up than having a subpar show. Yeah. And people, oh, they stole the show. I oh, it was them. amazing. They were great. Yeah, they were great. I can sit here and talk about the show all night yeah. tonight. Cool. So. Yeah, cool. they're great. But yeah, they were good. Uh, I'm trying to think who else was pretty good. Oh, there was a uh, Shane Douglas came out out of nowhere. Yep, surprise. He, he with a surprise guest. Yep. So that was really good. He came out another wrestler like you saying Ziggy Dust. 
dust. Yeah, dice. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, uh, what's his name? David Bowie. He's Ziggy Dust. You think he's Stardust? Yeah, Stardust. That's what I'm thinking of. But yeah, he came out. He he messed Friend, with. Uh, he messed with Ken here, and then uh, Shane Shane came out and beat him. So, but yeah, I can't wait till the next show. Yeah, so, it'll be fun. And it'll be the 22nd September at Tribus Brewing. Now, what you're saying about people not liking the show, like your your uh, oh trivia? Your trivia. I mean, we're uh, you go. I mean, listen. The, if you go uh, if you go to a buffet, some people want the steak, some people mm-hmm. want the chicken, some people want the mac and cheese. I mean, it's different. We're not we're not for everybody. Like, if you're a hardcore trivia nerd, best trivia ever is not for you. Yeah. Like, we're we're not a hardcore trivia company. We're a fun entertainment company that appeals to a certain audience and do a certain style of trivia. You know, and if you want to see a different style of trivia, then great. There's there's stuff out there for you. But we're appealing to an audience that traditionally does not come out for trivia nights. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not looking for I'm not looking for the person who owns every trivia book Ken Jennings has ever put out to come out to our show. I'm looking for the twenty five year old girl who wants to have a fun time with three or four of her friends to come out, grab a table, grab a few beers, drink and have a good time. Yeah. That's what we do. We're lighthearted. And I think the reason we've grown as quickly as we have um, is because of that we appeal to a broad audience you know and you know we appeal to a broad audience and we treat it as a business where a lot of the other companies that run trivia are you know companies run by djs who are part-time djs who this is a side gig for them they take a tuesday night and they take their equipment and they're mm-hmm. just going to go ask questions this is my full-time job full-time i job, have yeah. two other people it is their full-time jobs like our entire business is based around providing customer service to our clients and providing the best show possible and trying to do things that are unique and different and you know turn this into a larger brand and ha- make sure people are having a good time you know and uh, you know and that rubs some people the wrong way it is what it is yeah you know? now you're in what five states right is five it, states yeah so you're pretty much all you know i know you kind of obviously rhode island mass yeah, uh, I think New York and New Connecticut, Jersey, right? Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, Rhode Island, Mass. Yeah, and I know you also just started doing a while, a little while back. You started doing Family Feud. Uh, we yeah, so we have a secondary. So we've been asked for years for, can you do a secondary product? And everyone came to us for Bar Bingo, which I fucking hate. Oh, yeah. It's not, I, it's I can't not, stand it. And yeah. this is no offense whatsoever to the companies that do Bar Bingo. Run your, run your thing. I don't care. Yeah. It's fine. But I do not like Bar Bingo. And I was just constantly refusing it. But I also, I, my big thing is every decision I make for best trivia ever is a business decision. This is a business. So this is, I'm, so I'm trying to, obviously people want a secondary game for us. What could we possibly do? And we looked at Bar Bingo and I did fuck around with it a little bit where I sat down and, I'm, and I grabbed a bottle of wine. And I'm like, how can I make Bar Bingo fun for me? And I could never make it work. And then I started thinking, what do people like about the best trivia ever shows? Um, and the most popular stuff we do for the most part are the subjective categories. So with best trivia ever shows, we'll do categories that are based around surveys or articles or things that don't have a direct answer. And you're making a best guess based on what you think the answer might be. So I gave an example earlier, but I'll give like another one where, you know, according to, according to an article from whatever magazine, you know, what is the most quotable movies of the 2000s? Most quotable movie of the 2000s. Hypothetical. I'm just making up a question. And what happens with that is people are talking to one another and they're engaging and saying, well, it's got to be Mean Girls. Oh, no, it's Anchorman. Or it has to be this, that, or the other thing. So I'm like, okay, that's popular. How do we turn that into a game? And then I just thought, 
what if we did it family feud style yeah. and we based it around surveys and lists and statistics so the game is called the feud and it is a family feud inspired game night and what people do is uh, the entire show is based around statistics surveys and lists so we have created our own surveys where we've asked our fans or our players like certain things but then we're going to do statistics as well so like nfl season's coming up so we'll do one about like you know name the top five passers in nfl history which is a statistic based mm-hmm. thing but then we complement that with subjective things which are you know according to a survey of women what was the you know most popular sports team to wear on female clothing or whatever it might be and that makes for a different show um so we launched that um and it's our it's 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 um, it's our it's a second product for us um trivia is our bread and butter that's what we do but you know people wanted a second product we have it out there um and you know we're we're you know we're doing it at uh we're doing it around you know 30 to 30 times a month at this point uh people enjoy it you have to check it out i've been i've been the best trivia ever yeah uh but i just haven't done uh the the feud yet so i gotta it's fun i enjoy it and a lot of people who do it there are people there are many people and i get emails every week from people who enjoy the feud more than they enjoy the trivia show so let's see where it's where they're going to be i'll i'll to go with a couple of friends you ever try bingo brian it's like no. I went. I went once. So a couple of friends invited me to like one of the local church church ones. Oh yeah. It's, I I don't is boring. I don't get <laughs> I don't get overwhelmed. It's hands down one of the most overwhelming experiences. A regular bingo. Or? Yeah. Like, so bar bingo is a lot different. Yeah. So bar bingo. People who play bar bingo do like the music bingo. And oh stuff really? Like that where like they shuffle songs and you have songs on a bingo. Oh bar. okay. Oh, okay. So yeah. I never I never did bar bingo before. Yeah. Okay. It's just not my cup of tea. To the point where like we actually released best trivia ever merch uh, like eight months ago that said bar bingo is for boomers, and mm-hmm. like you know I mean because that's kind of our style too. Yeah. It's just kind of being a little brash, but um, yeah, it just wasn't our thing. I mean, and no offense to the companies that do it, but uh, like I. I am a big, I know what the best trivia ever brand is. And I know what the best trivia ever brand is not. And everything we do is going to play within the brand. Everything Mm -hmm. I know, I know our audience is the 21 to 35 year old demo, primarily female. And I know what to, how to play to them. And I want to make sure everything we do, you know, I'm not suddenly going to do a, you know, mash theme trivia night, like an entire, you know, trivia show about mash. That's not going to play to our demo, but we will do a euphoria trivia night and we will play to that demo. We're not for everybody, but you know, the people who love us, love us. The people who don't like us, don't like us. I've seen that in the past. You've done like a specific, specific, like you said, euphoria. We did euphoria trivia night. I mean, we've done the biggest show we have ever done is Taylor Swift trivia night. Yeah. That's right. We did that. We did that in three locations at the same time. Simultaneously. We just did a one direction trivia night simultaneously at five different locations across two different States, you know, and it was a massive hit. And then we have our, um, we have a Halloween show coming up at the end of September. I'm sorry, end of October. October, yeah. And, you know, we did the wrestling. Well, we just had our anniversary show with Kevin Nash. Oh, yeah. That was on the know? 14th of August. Yeah. Yeah. I, so. I, I was going to go, but I got stuck at work. Yeah. So mad. I was like, I'm so mad I missed it. Yeah. So, but I'm, I'm definitely like, I'm, I literally took the day off to go to this one. Great. That's, I was, that's, that's, I was not touch- mess- that's actually touching. So yeah. That's, that's I was not great. messing with it because last time I remember. I actually left. I asked to leave early so I can go to it because at the time I still work in Meriden. I live in Waterbury, so by the time I got out, it was five o'clock, and no one, no one relieved me. So by the time I got out there, we were running late. So by the time I was out there, I was so mad. Like five thirty, I was like, "I'm I'm taking the day off next time. I'm not <laughs> missing this." Well, I heard. So I was stuck inside the entire time because yeah. I was. 
I was there from like one o'clock on, but I heard parking became a fucking shit yeah. show. You know that's you know that street that yeah. it's on that, that that I heard there were cars all the way up the street. Yeah, I yeah. was literally if I was literally like four cars from the stop sign, like the end of the road. I love that. I was that, le- that's, no that's, lie, that's, I was legitimately yeah, that's and I go I go I gotta walk I got it in mind. Like I go I go I gotta go find this place all the way down the street. Like I went to oh, go find man. it. I fucking love hearing and that. And like That's I great. like I go great. I'm gonna I can't find a freaking parking spot, so I literally had to do a U-turn somewhere, and then I literally just like I'm just gonna park at the end of the street. If they tag me, they tag me. I don't care. But yeah, I literally like I no lie. I was literally like four or five cars from the end of the street. Yeah, when I heard when I heard that, I like. Yeah, that's 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 like porn to me. I want to hear that kind yeah. of thing. That's great. Yeah, but yeah, no lie. I was literally at the end of the street, mm-hmm. yeah. and like people, and, and when I was walking out, people were going up down the street trying to still find a parking spot. That's uh, and that was. And I, I'm I'm hoping. I mean, listen, I'm one of my biggest faults is I think every every event we run is going to be a massive failure. Yeah, you know, I'm hoping to God like we have the same kind of crowd we had last year. And oh, I'm like, sure you will. Uh, I mean, like I know, like I I I know from conversations I had with people. Uh, who went to the show last year, they said, man, I haven't been in a crowd like that because yeah. everyone was just having a blast mm-hmm. the entire time, you know, and drinks were flowing and, yeah. you know, it was just, it was a good time. Yeah. Even yeah. if someone's like not a wrestling fan, me, like I'm not as much as like it was as I was a kid, but I'll like, I'll go to the Northeast wrestling shows no matter what, just like you said, it's the vibe. It's, you know, everyone's like, everyone gets along. Everyone's like, it's like communal. And then when you go to these ones, the same people show up. So it's it's like it's it's relaxing. It's a good time. You know, everyone is doing and everyone's enjoying it. But yeah, I think if people, I know for I I know people will be there better than last year. And last year was packed. Like I mean, listen, like this packed. that's not knocking the card we had last year. Yeah. Last year was a yeah, it was, was a amazing. stacked card. But like this year, like here's the thing: is I wanted to make sure that we we could run this successfully. I'm not going to bring in like, I, I didn't want to bring in really top. I didn't want to bring in top names. And, and we had some freaking top names last year. We had Effie last year. Yeah. We had Dan Housen. I wanted to make sure we knew what we were doing. Now I know what we're doing. Like the, the toughest event you're ever going to run is the mm-hmm. first one. That's right. And now you understand what you're doing. So now I'm comfortable, like bringing in a rich swan, bringing in a war horse, bringing a kid bandit, bringing in, you know, uh, bringing in Dan, the dad. And, yeah. You know, Sky Blue and Alley Catch and all these awesome names and being like, you know, let's have a fucking fun show. Yeah. And for them, it's also different because it's not a promotion. It's a different show. It's a one off that happens once a year mm-hmm. and it's completely different. And listen, it's a total I make no qualms about it. Like we make money off of it and it's a fun event. Like it's a good marketing expense for us, but it's a fucking vanity project. Yeah. I'm not going to lie no, about that. Like I'm a wrestling fan. And yeah. I have the opportunity to run a wrestling show mm-hmm. and tie it into my business. That's, That's great. I got you no know, complaints this, about that. It, I, you know, I, I, since I follow a lot of people on Instagram because of the small business, and there was one based out of Massachusetts that started doing the wrestling. And Massachusetts frick, or Rhode Island? Uh, Massachusetts and like in Springfield. Okay. I don't remember. No, what there's the, one in Rhode Island. There's is there a brewery? Yeah. 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 There's a brewery in Rhode Island. Yeah. There's one too. There's yeah. one in Springfield, Mass. Oh, listen, we didn't invent that. And, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's just like every time I see, every time I see the show, I go. That wasn't as good as I see the who's on. I go that that wasn't as good as the one in Travis yeah, last year. It's always subjective. Yeah, you know, I know. Listen, uh, some of my some of my favorite nights listening to music were hanging out in a dive bar with someone you'd never heard. Yeah, of. the best. You know, so oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, so it's true. all subjective. You don't need to have big names to have a good time. Yeah, I know. But, That's yeah. right. But yeah, it was really. Uh, I was like, I'll I'll go every single one now. I'm mm-hmm. still mad I missed the one last month. I would love my my goal with Slam would be to reach ten. 
Yeah. I want to do like just so I could do like the logo like Slam X. Like that to me is just <laughs> fun, but I, who knows? It's, that's I think you'll definitely like. Yeah. I, I just for the one last year alone, it's only and if you know like actual wrestling fans, they're they're really they're 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 just, they're they'll go no matter what, and like you'll see the same people and. Obviously, you get a bigger crowd for the people who don't watch it too, but they're committed and they'll always go and yeah, and they'll be there. No I'm matter hoping what. a lot of them come back this year, and you know, it's a good time. Yeah, cool. I've seen people. I've seen people talking about it already. Great. So awesome. All the rest, all the wrestling fans. I've seen them posting about it. So and uh, yeah, you want. yeah, they've definitely been promoting it. So and now, where else can we find you online? Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, so at at best trivia ever on yeah. Instagram. Uh, best trivia ever on Facebook, uh, best trivia ever.com, uh, our weekly schedule. I mean, yeah. we're, you can find our schedule everywhere. Yeah, and, we're, we're very active on social. Yeah, he definitely, definitely. Yeah, are. no, I mean, that's how we built the company. I built the company on social media. Yeah, you're um, the one more, more active. You're one of the yeah, more I mean, active you know. ones I, I follow. In terms of trivia companies? Yeah, oh. instead of that in social media. Oh, I mean, I mean that's. Uh, in, in 2022, if you're trying to run a business and you're not active on social media, what the fuck are you running yeah, a business yeah. for? Forget it. That's, you know, you have to do that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, so we're active on social media. Uh, you can find our schedule every single day. You know, uh, we run shows Monday through Friday. So every single day you'll see our schedule and we post it online usually in the morning. And yeah, I mean, we're on there. Our website has everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. I, I hate I, the plug. This no, is my, I know. You're that's good. my least favorite we'll, aspect we'll, of a podcast. We'll pass, we'll pass that part then. We plugged it. Yeah. So we're good. My least favorite part cool. of a podcast and when I did a radio show is having to awkwardly kind of transition. Yeah. So give me, I like, know. Uh, let me know. Let me know. It what, is funny because I. Tell me how to find, your, find you on social. This, me, is, this is like my 12th, no, 13th episode. 13th. I'm looking at Lou as I do it. And I never know how to transition to that part. I'm like, oh, just, just. I stopped transitioning. Okay. Right. I was just like, okay, so this is the part where I have to ask you for your social media handles. Like, do you want to go do that? Yeah. Right now? I, just, I just kind of made it. Okay. Like, I think yeah. I'm, I'm doing that from now on. Yeah. Just feel like I'm just going to end it. I'll just post it when I post the, the podcast. When I had the radio show, they hated that because I would not open up traditionally. So like in radio, they had this traditional way you'd open like a segment where it would be like, hey, this is Ken Tuccio with 95.9 The Fox and I've got Frank from Peppy's Pizza right now. And that's the way that you would. Okay. They, and I would open up just being like, I'd be like, this coffee's terrible. I hate this coffee. By the way, I got Frank from Peppy's. Yeah. And, they, <laughs> and, the, and the hardcore radio guys who would be like, working with me like well that's not how you open a radio segment i'm like that's, yeah. that's how i open a radio yeah. segment that's you know see when i started the podcast i just i i just wanted to talk to people like i don't know if that makes sense i don't want to interview small businesses i just want to i always looked at know, it whenever i when i have I did, a conversation when yeah. i did when i did my podcast and i did my radio show i looked at it as conversations i always hated the word bit i always hated the word segment I, it's conversations yeah and i'm more apt like the people i listen to is i listen to like the mark marins i listen to mm. you know i listen to the mark marins i listen to i love i love justin long's podcast i listen to those ones that are more conversational as opposed to the ones that are trying to put on a show yeah like i can't stand jimmy fallon jimmy fallon oh one yeah of the least favorite people in the world he's to watch horrible anything because you know he's just he's animated and you could tell that everything is preconceived i want to sit down and have a conversation and not know where the fuck it goes yeah. you ever see him on saturday night live he breaks he like breaks character every bit and like he messes he, he messes up each skit that he's on because he's just he just starts doing that stupid laugh he has here's how i started hating jimmy fallon is i got fucking stoned one night like blazed out of my fucking mind and i'm laying in bed and the tonight show's on and Jimmy Fallon is interviewing somebody, some actor. It's a well-known actor, and I forget who it was. But he's interviewing this actor. And this actor is, like, telling a story. You know how when you go to, when you watch these, 
when you watch like the late night talk shows, they always have these these pre-planned stories like, oh man, you just did a trip to the Grand Canyon yeah. and something wacky happened. Tell me about that. And Jimmy Fallon is doing that interview. And I'm stoned. So when you're stoned, you're paying attention to things that you normally aren't paying attention to. And this actor is telling this story. And for whatever reason, in my stoned mind, I'm watching Jimmy Fallon. And he is doing these animated hand movements where he's like, like this guy's telling a story about like my car got pulled over. He's like, oh, oh my God. And it becomes these like, whack. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? That's not how a human being reacts. reacts. If, I went, no, right. if I went to right. dinner with you and I'm telling you a story about like, I got a flat tire at the Grand Canyon, you're not going to suddenly like blow up like it's yeah. Christmas morning. You know what's funny? And I, oh, it just drove me nuts. And I, and ever since then, I'm like, I, you know, I, I'm like, I can't watch Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. funny that you say that when, when you said that with his hand movements, I could picture him. I could, yeah, me too. I yeah. picture him he doing was doing like the a, hand movements like oh my god and then like he she they're telling a wacky part and he's putting his hands to his head like oh my god it's it's like he's a muppet yeah and it was like yeah. it was terrible and i'm like i, I can't stand it you know what i loved i loved conan o'brien when oh, conan, yeah when conan transitioned out of late night and started doing his tbs talk show in like the different format i loved that i thought that was great yeah you know, but like the wacky, goofy stuff. No, not for yeah. me. Give me a, give me a, give me. I want to, I want to see someone who I could have an actual beer with. Yeah, Conan seems you know, like he like you could just sit there and talk to him, the way he comes off. You know. Yeah. And right. Danhausen said that's how he started his character. Like you said before, was literally he based it off of Conan O'Brien. Danhausen did an them. interview with Conan O'Brien. Yeah, you, he did, you ever it, heard that one? I didn't, I heard about it. I didn't watch. I didn't. He did. Uh, to he it. did Conan O'Brien's podcast. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did a Conan O'Brien's podcast. Out. Yeah, it was, it's an interesting conversation because he's talking. Out of character, but in character. Yeah. It's interesting. He, uh, did, I forgot who he did an interview with. I think it might have been that Chris Van Fleet, who's yep. got his own podcast. He did Chris Van Fleet, he did a, he did an he out, did of out, of, out, of, out of character. And I was like, this is so weird for him just to talk. If you've ever seen him, I'll have to show you videos, Brian. Sure. And just the way he acts, it's like, it's goofy. So when he, when he's not, not in character, like, what the hell is this? Yep. You know, it's like that type of thing. Cool. Exactly, Brian. Excellent. I'm, I was telling Blue that I try to sneak in exactly, so hopefully at some point that's going to be a t-shirt. Exactly. Oh, anything so, can be a t-shirt you want to be yeah, a t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. A so on, on, on that note, I'm, I guess this is the end of the podcast. Perfect. Cool. We're out. <laughs>